Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 17 of the Shine Sparkers podcast. I'm Amanda Van Heil. I'm going to be your host. I'm joined here by Roy. And we also have our special guest, Orpheon. Orpheon, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know you've been on the podcast before, and we're so happy to have you back. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. Uh, it's an honor. I just do funny Metroid videos over on YouTube slash the Orpheon, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for Metroid Dread, and I just like to make videos for newcomers or seasoned veterans to enjoy regarding the franchise. Well, everybody, please be warned, this podcast may make some references to content within promotional videos and advertisements from Nintendo, and so I know some of you may want to avoid that prior to the game's release, so fair warning, we might have a few spoilers going on regarding Metroid Dread. Viewer or listener, beware, you're in for a scare. (laughs) (laughs) So, Metroid Dread arrives next month on October 8th. I know we're all counting down the days. We're so excited. So we want to talk about what we hope for for the upcoming game. I know we've seen some things like in the trailers and everything. I know some of us have been trying to avoid it so as to avoid spoilers. But what all are we all excited about? What do we really look forward to as far as Metroid Dread? I know for me, I'm really excited about the music. I just can't wait to hear it. Um, I can't wait to just have a, a more polished Metroid game um, in the 2D style and see how that plays out. It almost looks like kind of a horror game with yeah. all the Emmys. <laughs> so this this seems like a new kind of kind of take on it. And so I really just want to see what what directions it goes. I I haven't watched a lot of the trailers either because like I don't want to be completely spoiled. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, like I kind of want to just go and just watch all the trailers anyways, just so I I know what to look forward to and everything. But what about you guys? Um. I'm I'm just excited that it's a new Metroid game. Period. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean that's something enough to be excited about. I feel like just the fact that one's it's happening. Like, it's just the fact that it's a new, like, brand new 2D Metroid game. It's no, you know, remake. It's it's a it's a new story. And from what we look at the trailers between the Emmys and a certain certain someone, th- this might be going into a whole new direction that the series hasn't been going. So. I'm definitely excited to see what they're going to do with playing up with the lore because they kind of been hinting and teasing about this all the way back in Samus Returns. So I kind of I kind of want to say it's it's kind of scary when you kind of think back at how long have they planned on doing this? Because with that teaser, they left us in Samus Returns. All that sort of late motif is very present and dread from like the color scheme, the music and the audio distortion and all this other stuff so just seeing essentially what they have been working on for what i want to assume is you know straight after samus returns uh what what they're going to bring into the table next and one of the things i'm really looking forward to is just it introducing a whole new group to metroid just i love how nintendo has really been pushing the new game and you keep seeing new things about it on twitter which is going to get all these brand new metroid fans and that's i think that's what i'm the most excited about is just a new batch of metroid fans is about to happen you know what it reminds me of like the early slash mid 2000s like after metroid prime where nintendo kind of had the series on the on like the foreground and it was giving it the attention so it kind of feels like we're going back to that and it's it's very reassuring with all this promo and sort of 
you know, promoting the game that they've been going on, that it tells them, it tells us that they're really confident with the project. And like you said, it makes me really excited to see so many people who haven't played this any game of the series finally like having something that piques their interest on a system that, you know, almost everybody has available at them. And hopefully they'll they'll be able to get into the series or enjoy it as much as we do. And I'm also happy with all like the little things that Nintendo is doing to make the experience as enjoyable for newcomers as it is for veterans between the new power-ups or just helping older uh, newer players get up to speed with you know what has essentially happened 20 years ago in fusion and stuff like that we get to see the sax in the intro and that was so cool who's the sax i just know them as the saxophone (laughs) 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 oh yeah it's it's super cool Uh, i love those intro art pieces they have and how they're kind of slightly animated It, it just it's just so so cool to see all these things from fusion i guess in my case it's the nostalgia fanboy because fusion is my favorite and it was one of my first metric games so getting to see some of the more iconic scenes from that game sort of reimagined with you know new drawings some of which even follow like the new canon so like Samus's Varius suit from Super Metroid looks a little bit like a mix between the original and the one from Samus Returns. Just It just makes me excited. It's like, you know, embracing the old with the new. Totally. One of the things I'm also really excited about is just the potential for more Metroid merch. Just because it's so hard to find, like, no, anything no, Metroid no, related. No, 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 no. I'm already suffering with that. I still can't get a special edition. <laughs> Damn scalpers. I, I did manage to get a special edition and Amiibo pre-order. Ooh. Oh, you lucky duck. And it, it, it wasn't easy because I, where I live in my neck of the woods, only 10 copies will arrive, in, like, at all. My God. And I essentially kind of told the, the, the dude from the game store that they know me f- because of my channel and all this stuff that like, hey, the moment these come live for pre-orders, just call me. And they they called me up and then I had to essentially ask for an early 15 minute break so I can drive all the way to the mall and pre-order my copies. <laughs> you got to do what you have to. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to get a second one just so I could you know do like a free giveaway uh bat you know give something to the community and stuff like that but at the same time i didn't want to add to the problem of people not being able to find the the definitive deluxe collector's edition i'm excited about that it's because of the art book it's the first ever official metroid art book (laughs) in general so as someone who's got like all these books, uh, all these art books piling up in his office, it's exciting that now I finally get to add one that's about my favorite franchise and stuff. There was an art book for Samus Returns. Yeah, but that, that's a tiny baby pamphlet. Ah, oh, that's true. I also thought about the trilogy art booklet, but that's like a that's like a brochure. That's a brochure. Like this is this is a proper book. I guess with the Amiibos, I'll just say this. I'm happy that it's no longer the Samus Returns debacle. And just you wait me. This is going to come and bite me in the butt in the future. 
Uh, but I like that the new Amiibos don't lock any cool game modes behind them like it was with the Metroid in Fusion mode in Samus Returns. Yeah, I understand that, but at the same time, it kind of, you know, the Amiibo are also hard to find, so without an incentive like extra content. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just happy that there's no extra content locked behind it exclusively, so that mm. way... You know, it. I think it would suck more knowing that not only do you want the Amiibo, but you kind of need the Amiibo to play this extra content that's locked behind it. True. So, like, if, if there's a version or a way to, like, hey, if you tap the Amiibo, you unlock the special bonus early or you don't have to do, like, a 100% run, then I'm completely fine by that. Just give me an option to unlock them without the Amiibos just for those players who either don't really care about the Amiibos or, you know, they can't find them. They could do what they did with Bayonetta. Where oh, yeah. you can still yeah. unlock costumes in the game, but you can use the amiibo to get them immediately. Exactly. Just use the amiibo as a fast pass maneuver. Right. Speaking of something else that I'm excited, can Crocomire come back? Please. Please. Yoshio Sakamoto or anybody at Mercury Steam, if you're if you're listening to this, please bring back Crocomire. Now I'm gonna say it in Spanish because I know those people speak Spanish. Por favor, denme Crocomire. Lo quiero ver otra vez en un juego, por favor, por fin, gracias. It's probably too late to put him in dread, but if they make another Metroid, I know, I know. I I I'm saying this for future games. <laughs> crossing my fingers for Croco's return in Metroid Six yeah. or Prime Four, if anyone from Retro is listening. <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining just at the very end of Dread, just like a special little like teaser thing at the very end, and there's Crocomire. <laughs> Crocomire just shows up on the planet a little bit too late. He's <laughs> like, what I miss? Like, what? Where'd everybody go? <laughs> there's a puddle of lava hidden somewhere. Croco rises up. You see his eyes, and you just, the camera fades to black, and you hear, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess now that we're this deep into... I guess, spoiler warning territory. Can I mention the birds? Go for it. Of course. I think we've already mentioned that they're spoilers. And so bird is the word, yo. Oh, there's Chozos. They're Chozos. No. There's two living Chozo. At least, at least two. Uh, Who knows if there may be more? What if there's like a hidden city of them? That's what I'm saying. There are, um, <laughs> so there's the evil Chozo. There's the yeah. possibly benevolent Chozo, and then there are Chozo warriors. Yeah. Although I do think, don't quote me on this, I might be wrong, but the Dread Report 7 about the Chozo say that some of them are robots. So I, I'm guessing the ones that are robot are like the more uh, like pudgy, smaller looking ones. They detailed, they did detail this. So the, okay. the living Chozo, they're the ones who use spears. Yeah, the, bl the black armors. Yeah, and the robotic ones have arm cannons and scythes, and they seem to explode uh, when you kill them. Okay, yeah, that's that's what I guessed. It's so exciting because uh, it's like, I guess this is coming from a, a Metroid you know, veteran telling to any newcomer, the reason why these burp dudes are so hyped, besides the fact that they're birds, is that the shows are kind of responsible in a way for everything that's happened in Metroid. Uh, they've been in the background of the stories and the events of every game. You know, they made Mother Brain. They made the Metroids. Uh, they they trained and gave Samus her power ups. They discovered the X parasites and Aeon energy and all these extra MacGuffins. And even in the Prime series, they were like one of the first people who got you know a taste of Phazon on Talon Four. 
So finally, <laughs> finally seeing one like alive and doing something in the story is just amazing. It's been like a long time coming for Metroid fans to finally get to see these mysterious bird people that we thought were either gone or or, or dead or, or whatever finally be like, no, here we are. We're taking center stage on on Metroid Dread and stuff like that. And I think it's a perfect way to tie together this 2D uh the, the the 2D saga because it's all been about things regarding the chosen some way or another, but we never really got to see them in person. Yeah, I am so excited about the Chozo. Just getting to learn more about them and like see them firsthand. I'm so excited about that. And yes. and, and everything in beautiful HD. <laughs> yes. HD. It's it's also Yes. It's also weird to say this is the first Metroid game that's proper, like 1080p HD or 720 or whatever it's going to be. And it's running at a buttery smooth 60 frames per second. Right? This is what this is what Other M should have been if it was on more powerful hardware. Yeah, exactly. I think Other M, Other M was going for it. And the only thing holding it back was the, the Wii resolution. But if it came out, if it was like made from the ground up for something like the Wii U, this it would probably look like that. And and if anything, I'd say it'd be awesome to see the D-Rockets uh, CGI animations without you know being forced to be compressed down to a 4, 480p resolution. Oh, that would be... Awesome. Yeah. So with Dread, I'm glad to see the Chozo come back, but what I really hope is that they also resolve the corrupt Galactic Federation storyline. We've got the Emmy, which are kind of implied. I think we've all kind of got the idea that the evil Federation or whatever splinter group is in them probably sent them, and they're DNA extracting machines, right? So one would think that maybe the reason they're chasing Samus is because of her Metroid DNA. Because the Dread reports have con confirmed that Metroids no longer exist. So if they're hunting down her DNA, it means they need it so that they can make new Metroids. It's also possible that the evil Choso, or as Darren and Gladrax have termed him, Iron Egg, <laughs> or as I termed him, the Chozo General. These are all temporary names until we know its actual yeah. name. It's also possible that this Chozo has Metroids. If there are X on ZDR, which I doubt, because I think we would have seen them by now, perhaps the Chozo has found a way to control them, and we'll see them a bit later on. At the same time, I think the X are probably a hoax, because once they were released on the BSL station, they just they went... They kind of run rampant. Yeah. Yeah. They spread out of control, kind of like a certain real-world virus. But that's another story. <laughs> the Phazon crisis, as I like to call it. Uh, in my in my case, what I've gathered from the reports and all that stuff, and the trailers that were released before the one with the Chozo, it was like, I guess that Sakamoto and his team are kind of retconning that whole evil Federation from Fusion storyline because the Emmys are built to fight the X parasites. They're meant to search and destroy the X. It, it clearly says it in one of the trailers and on the on the and on the Dread report that their prime objective is to this search and destroy X parasites so that they can be contained and no longer post that same threat as the BSL station. And the reason that Samus is sent to ZDR is because 
uh, they get like uh, a glimpse of apparently an X parasite ZDR. So they sent seven Emmys, and those Emmys basically went dark, and the Federation didn't know anything about them. So who better to send than the one person who's basically immune to the X parasites to check them out? And then on the first red report, it says that the Emmys have been corrupted by some other computers so that they more or less been probably overdrive or overridden by the Chozo who, who are now like presence in the story. And I know that they've also shown these, I, I forgot their name. I think there's like mother computers or mother machines. Central units. Yeah, the, 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 those are essentially mother brains. If When you look at it, they have the same eyeball brain type thing. So what I guessed or what I pieced together is that the ex-parasite might have been just a way to lure uh, Samus or the Federation into ZDR because the Chozo, the, the Chozo General, again, because we don't have a name, uh, more or less kind of uh, recognizes her in the trailer with, you know, the way they attack or fight or whatever. So my guess is that they use this to lure Samus into ZDR and the Emmys then, you know, were controlled, are now being controlled by the Chozo for their benefit of just being able to hunt her down and and, and whatever. I, I do believe that if there be ex-parasites, I'm with you, like, they would have gone more rampant and crazy around ZDR. At the same time, I'm like, okay, if ZDR is this very high-tech Chozo place um, that has, you know, fully Chozo warriors, Chozo robots... Chozo laboratories, why couldn't they also just recreate Metroids right there and then? Um, especially seeing how in, in the Chozo memories and the manga that's still kind of canon, according to this latest report with Zero, uh, showing stuff from Zero Mission and all that stuff, that the Metroids became more or less common knowledge amongst the species. So I could totally see a Metroid being created on ZDR from scratch. Um, and I always sort of interpreted the Chozo memories is more that they want the Aeon energy because it gives them these otherworldly powers like, you know, face drift and, and the Aeon shield. And we even see the evil Chozo use some Aeon abilities in the cutscene in the fight. So my guess is that they, they really don't want to focus so much on the evil Federation. Again, probably even retcon it with how the Emmy storyline fits into things as more or less the Federation saying, oh yeah, bullet dodged. Let's make these robots that they can hunt down the uh, the X and not put anything biological in them so that it doesn't happen the same thing with Nightmare or the box machines. And they're just there to double check to see if this video of the X parasite is real or, or you know, a fake. And seeing how more as of late has been on the Chozo, it's it's clear to me that the Chozo will be the center stage villain for this adventure, and the Emmys are just there for uh, for more story-related reasons and stuff like that. Like, almost like a red herring to make think make people think who are not seeing the trailers and all that stuff. Oh, yo, no, yeah, the Emmys are the ultimate villain, when in reality it, it'd be the Chozo, because... There's even that new poster with Samus standing, you know, between Chozo, the Chozo General and the Chozo Zoldiers. They have de-emphasized the Emmy in the later marketing. I, I don't know about retconning the Corrupt Federation. I would be a bit frustrated if they do that because we've been waiting for almost 20 years for the storyline of the evil Federation to be resolved. 
Well, for me, I don't mind it too much because I know there's people who were excited for it. And then there's people like me and others who really didn't see it much as a thing. Because to me, the Federation needs to be like this goody two-shoes group in order to counterbalance the, the pirates bad. And I think that just making a group or something evil would also kind of ruin the awesome like world building that went on in the Prime games after Fusion with... Uh, the respect that the Federation have to Samus, you know, especially in Prime 3 with how Emerald Dane and the other Federation troopers you talk to just halt Samus in such a high regard. Well, this is why they need to clarify whether it's the whole Federation that's become corrupt or if it's still just a splinter group. Yeah, it might be just a splinter group, but I still think that if if a narrative could be that, you know, thanks to what happened on the BSL station, the Federation were able to, like, pinpoint who were the splinter group or whatever they're called and just like yeah you gotta go and at the same time i find this a little bit more refreshing because having an evil federation uh, to me personally this is my opinion is not as exciting as having an evil chozo where it has more implications on samus and the world we know because we've always known the chozo in the games to be like this good 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 bird aliens they they made you know they made a couple of oopsies with mother brain and the metroids but at the end of the day they had good intentions so to finally see one that might be sort of turning the tide and showing probably either a different faction or diff or the true face and colors of the chozo to me seems a little bit more interest of how that's going to reflect on someone like samus who's basically probably just seen the Chozo in a good light all along. And, you know, she's got more of that connection with them than the, the Federation. Sure. But, but that's, that's, that's just my, my opinion and my two cents. I think that especially for future games moving on, they have more, more, more freedom of doing stuff with a Chozo. That's a brand new threat. And I like the fact that Dread is not really aiming at the Federation or aiming at the Space Pirates. It's just new stuff. And that's what has me excited because, you know, after Prime 3, Federation Force, Other M, I kind of got tired of both Space Pirates and the Galactic Federation. So to see something like the Emmys and the Chozo being, you know, brand new threats has me excited. And I'd be feeling a little bit underwhelmed as well if it's just the ex-Parasites taking center stage again, considering everything that they've been releasing as of late. Uh, I know Amanda mentioned earlier the music, and, and that's definitely something that has me excited as well. Because I really hope they, they give us new <laughs> new mu new songs, because it's always been remakes. How many Red Rinstar remakes can I hear before I want something new? Or how many times do I have to hear Macmore Carvin slash Ridley's Lair from Super Metroid? So I, I really hope they go all out with the music in this game, because at least... They, they, we know that we have like a new item acquired jingle. That's right. And and that has me certainly excited. It's things I felt that the Metroid series kind of needed. It was just like new, new, new blood yeah. into it, new, new stuff. And I think that Dredd's doing an amazing job with providing just that, especially since, you know, after Prime 3, everything's sort of become a little bit more monotone between Pirates Federation, Pirates Federation, and then remakes and stuff like that. The Pirates, I think, don't even really exist anymore. Yeah. It'd be cool. That'd be cool as well. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing returning bosses, <laughs> Kraid, um, or, or even Riddles, aka Ridley, but 
at the same time, I'm also happy if they're not there and that the new enemies are like these Chozo and stuff like that. Well, we talked about this the last time you were on. I don't think oh, yeah. Ridley is really needed in Metroid Dread. Yeah. I, I, I made an entire video even about whether or not Ridley is needed at all. And it's like, yeah, since since like day one, you know, out of out of all these games that Metroid series has in like the couple that Ridley actually shows up because he doesn't show up in all of them. He's never really he's not the real threat in most of them. So like again, it's I see that if they bring back Ridley, it'd be more for like, you know, tradition nostalgia uh thing rather than hey, we brought back Ridley because he he's needed for the plot. Kind of like where they're going with Craig, I guess, which is it's just fun to see Craig again. He he finally set up his alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> he showed up for work. Yeah. Now if we can get Fantoon again, <laughs> <laughs> The last thing I want to say that I'm excited is to finally, I guess, is to see how the uh, how how things are going to come full circle with the Chozo memories that they started with in Samus Returns, mm. and especially with the eleventh memory and all this other stuff. And I like that the marketing has really focused on the Chozo memories because even on the trailers we see some remaked versions of the memories. And it's not just like, here's the same one, but in HD. No, we're, we're talking like full on different drawings and camera angles or, or whatever. So I'm also really excited how those things that have been sort of in the air, more or less, will finally come full circle with Dread and how they will play with the Chozos this time around, especially when like the general has like more or less the same headpiece that the Chozo on the 11th memory had. Well, we've all talked about what we're excited for, but we also asked you guys what you're looking forward to in Metroid Dread. So we're going to look over a few tweets that you guys sent to us. EI Simp, 20 days left. Look at you counting down the days just like the rest of us. Also looking forward to the music. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I can't. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, this person says the soundtrack Samus Returns gave us some amazing remixes of old tracks such as Ridley Hideout slash Magmore Caverns and Brinstar Red Soil. Considering the fact that Kraid is in the game, I'm looking forward for a potential Kraid's Lair arrangement or Brinstar overgrown with vegetation. Oh, yes. Can you imagine in the lead up to Kraid's fight, a remix of his lair? I, I would lose it because uh, Crate's Lair is one of my favorite songs in the series. Uh, I loved the Smash Brothers Ultimate like remix of it oh, for Rinstar's death. Bliss. So I would love to see something more with Dredd's orientation with the whole making it sound spooky and stuff. I hope we get to see Mini Crate. Aww. <laughs> Mini Crate was missed in Zero Mission. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Q-Turtle says, I want Dread to destroy the idea that 2D games are inherently worthless than 3D. Things like dynamic camera angle, interacting with background elements that come to the foreground to shake up gameplay, the changing environments, and of course, lead the Metroidvania genre forward. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I love that even though it's like a 2D, 2.5D, that for cutscenes, 
the camera is just like not staying. It, it, the camera is moving and it going in and out of the characters and giving us all these dynamic angles. So it makes things look nice and like more stylish. And at the same time, the backgrounds, the 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 team at, at Mercury team, I think they really went all out with making the backgrounds with these nice sort of uh, environments and color tones to help make things you know sell you the atmosphere and stuff like that. One of the trailers showed the exterior of the facility and you can see just all this awesome machinery and ships yeah. there. And it was beautiful. I guess it's it's so awesome that it's not just they model what you see in the camera, but like even things that are out of like the view. And so when the camera moves in, you'll get to see all those details and stuff like that. And they're going, the animations on Samus are just fantastic. Oh, I like, I like this tweet from Jack Cimino, Cimino, I don't know how to pronounce it, says whether the animals will be in it or not. <laughs> Dear God, let them be in it. And if they're dead, I'm going to throw my, it's a digital copy, cry. so I'm going to throw my switch out the window. I'll, I'll be, I'll be extra sad because there was two birds. No. And I love, and I love the, the decorous. That's, that's at least how Google told me it's pronounced. If if the bird if the birds if the animals aren't in the main story could they I, I hope they at least are like a little Easter egg or a little nod to them just just let oh, them yeah. be in the ship safe and sound or 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 they're or they're like in a, uh, I don't and know like they can some have a zoo. other planet yeah they're in a zoo or a planet or whatever and they're uh, just they're chilling a and nature adamant. preserve that like look yeah, at us I, we're all safe and living yeah, happily I, ever after. And and you, if you do like a sequence break, shine spork puzzle, Adam goes like, "Oh yeah, remember the animals." <laughs> also, the game is—I think the game is voice acted. Am I the only one who's who thinks that? Oh, I hope so. Oh, I I would love because I I heard Adam talk in the treehouse. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people have been pointing it out that the, they talk, and so did the Chozo, right? The Chozo said Hadar Sen Olmen to Samus. I heard I heard something else. No, it's. The Japanese site says it's Hadar Senolmen, and those words oh, right. are written in English, and it indicates that Samus knows what that means. I just, I just heard uh, "too bad, same old game," but that was just <laughs> me. That, that's all I could hear. <laughs> I don't think this is too much of a spoiler. This is something that was in the overview trailer. You can hear a scream of rage. It sounds like Samus. It could be her screaming. So it could be that she does have some voice acting. And Gladrax thought that it sounded like Jennifer Hale. I love her. She's amazing. She's a wonderful person. She is. I got to meet her once. What? Me too. She is wonderful. I've gotten to interview her a few times. She is just a delightful woman. Uh, she signed my copies of Metro Prime and Metro Prime 2. Okay, you two have made me officially jealous. So question for you guys for the next episode in our mailbag. Where do you want to see the traditional series of Metroid go next after Metroid Dread? You can let us know on the Shine Sparkers Twitter account, which is Shine Sparkers. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us again today. And then Roy and Orfeon, it was so great having you guys on as always. Anytime. You can follow us on Twitter at ShineSparkers. And you can, of course, visit our website, ShineSparkers.net, for the latest in Metroid news. And we cannot wait for Metroid Dread. I know you guys are excited, too. And we'll see you next mission. Toodles. Yeah, I see the little wave lines. <laughs> they go up and down, up 
No Windows update. I don't want to restart my computer. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have okay. the same thing on mine that's like, hey, do you want to update? No. Hey, you want you want to restart as you're clearly recording something <laughs> right now? Because that sounds like a great time to do it. And not put anything, you know, bio, 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 biomechanical. Anything biological, yeah. All right, well, we've all talked about what we're excited for, but we also asked you guys what you're looking forward to in Metroid Dread. So we're going to look over a few tweets that you guys sent to us. Metroid Bread? I said Dread. I swear I said Dread. <laughs> uh, no, I, I just keep calling it Bread. Oh, okay. I was like, did I say Bread? No, no, no. no. You're, so you're good. You're good. You're good. Now I kind of like am imagining like making like little muffins shaped like Metroid. <laughs> Metroid. Oh, my God. Crocomire uh, right. once made a joke where he brought me like this. Crocomire uh, uh, being my brother who voices him, not the actual character. He brought me, he brought like a baguette to make sandwiches, and he's like, "Here you go, Metroid bread is out. I got it early." <laughs> oh gosh! I want oh. to see a tropical planet. <laughs> I want a beach, a beach stage, a beach world. I do too. That's what I want too. I want it. I want to go swimming. That'll be great. <laughs> Luma pools from Ori, but in Metroid. <laughs> yes. Or oh or, my gosh, or that so awesome. or that beach galaxy from Mario from Mario Galaxy. Oh yeah. Yes, <laughs> I love that galaxy. Yeah. And I swear and you and can probably hear my cat meowing this whole time. Like I closed the door. I, I've closed the door so she wouldn't be loud, and now uh, she's just sitting might, outside the door be, meowing. It might at me. be the same here with my birds, but I think I, I think I've created enough layers. Hopefully, we're all animal lovers. Well, birds here. are fitting because Chozo. Chozo. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I keep I keep asking them about the Chozo, and all they tell me is, well, "You'll wait, wait and see. You'll wait and see." <laughs> oh, I forgot to like promote like the website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to join to talk more about Metroid Dread. Uh, let me try that again. Can you do CMX next mission in the Fantoon voice? Oh, oh totally. Uh, I'll see you guys in the next mission. Stay tuned for my Easter egg. Ooh. Perfect. Goodbye, editor. I appreciate what you do, editors. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. We love you too, Orpheon. This podcast was edited by Darren Kerwin, with music from Maserati. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can find more at shinesparkers.net, along with the latest Metroid news, community features, and exclusive content. Alternatively, you can also find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next mission. <laughs>